Welcome to Affording College with Aaron Green, founder and president of College Liftoff. All right, thanks, Deep Throat Guy. So welcome to Affording College. I'm Aaron Green, host of Affording College and founder of College Liftoff. College Liftoff is a college planning firm I started to provide solutions for anybody and everybody that's going through college planning or has college planning needs. Our mission is to secure teens' brightest future and save them and their families thousands of dollars in the process. We work with teens throughout the entire college planning process, starting with personalized one-on-one career development work. From there, we find the best schools to match our students' chosen career paths and interests, then offer support throughout the entire admissions process. Next, we work with families' budgets to find the price that makes the most sense for their kids' education, all while ensuring it's the right fit. Today, we are Ohio's premier college planning firm. I'm happy to say that, and we're shooting for the world, by the way. And we strive to save time, stress, and money when it comes to your child's higher education. So that's a little background on myself and College Liftoff and why I do this podcast. I really want to offer families some solid advice when it comes to planning for college and higher education, because there's so much misinformation out there. The purpose of this podcast is to dispel the myths and misinformation and really help families. All right, so I'm sitting here with Alexandra, Alex, my wife, uh, all those, all those, yeah, all the names, all those names, <laughs> and actually we're sitting down here with Brett Johnson as well. Uh, he is a podcast producer for us, actually, and actually one of the dads, uh, one of the clients in uh, in our program. Um, Literally, we were just before recording our scheduled podcast, we we're just talking and sitting here talking and and started talking about something that. Uh, a lot of parents, even ourselves as parents, have questions about, and we hear this every day at College Liftoff, these kinds of questions that we were just talking about. So we just thought we'd hit record and um, and let you, the listener, in on our conversation. Because it's useful. I think it's something that yeah. a lot of parents struggle with. Um, and Brett, uh, talking about his son um, in this context, and we'll let him kind of intro it. And real quick, it's Circle 270 Media. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So. So he's finally chosen a sport that he wants to go with, and it's yeah. going to be volleyball. So you have an, right now you have an opportunity to do club volleyball before boys' season starts up in the spring for high school. Okay, so it's kind of a fall-winter league. So there are three or four different clubs around central Ohio that you can try out for. So this past weekend was a bevy of tryouts. He mm-hmm. had two of them, one on Saturday and one on Sunday. The opportunity is that you can either play at a regional level or a national level, and the regional level being basically around central Ohio. So I imagine any regional area in any area of the country would be just a metro area. Mm. And then national includes going to long-distance areas. For us, national includes playing games in Cincinnati, St. Louis, Mm. Nevada for the nationals Mm -hmm. in uh, June. So uh, the tryout went real well. He was happy with it. They What they do is they get back with you in a 24-hour period to make an offer, and then you have 10 days to choose if you want to or not to, to play with them. So his email back to him was that he, he made nationals, which we weren't really expecting at Congratulations. all. Congratulations. No, thank you. Yeah. Super cool. So, But in our minds, we weren't going to do nationals okay. <laughs> because of just the time factor. He's a sophomore mm-hmm. in, in high school. So, you know, his talent level, we really, I don't think is at a national level yet. Uh, he's good, but, you know, I think he still has three years to play. <laughs> okay. So he tried out for another team as well on Sunday. That went just as well, and, and that'll be a regional, which will be helping us monetarily as well as just time-wise, mm-hmm. just sticking around the area. But like you said, congratulations. You look at a national and you feel guilty kind of going, 
should we be doing national though? Right. And you look at the price point and you kind of go, but what's the end run of this? Well, and it feeds your ego kind of too oh, as yeah. a parent. Sure. Like, wow, my kid is good enough to be national. Right. Like, that's really hard to it, assess it, neutrally, and objectively. And luckily our son totally gets it and understands and, and he didn't buy into it. Oh, he, okay. He didn't kind of go, oh, you mean I can't do that? I can't, I want to really, I really, you know. We're lucky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think we, you know, I, most parents may not have uh, students that are looking at it that way, that it is a, an ego boost kind of going, no, I want to play because all my friends are, they got the national invite too. So I want to go play this. What does your son want? That was, that was exactly what we asked him. Mm-hmm. I said, after you do club this year, what do you want to happen? Why are we doing club? Right. He says, I want to make varsity at high school. So he wants to be a high school volleyball player. Right. And I, want, he, and I don't want to make the varsity squad this spring. That's the goal for club this year for him. Okay. So it didn't make any sense to do nationals. He <laughs> yeah. doesn't want to be a professional volleyball well, player. I think down the road he'd love to play volleyball in college. I, I think that is yeah. a long-term goal, but he knows it's year by year by year. Yeah. He's a sophomore in high school. Yeah. And even then, it's just, we've got a lot of things to determine. Like, do you want to play varsity? Do you want to play club at the collegiate right. level? Do you want division one, mm-hmm. two, three? Where's your levels? All these things are still in huge question. Right. But the, to that point, this national concept of, we let's take a step back. We hear this all the time about sports at this stage in high school. And it used to be, for all you parents out there, just like all of us sitting at this table right mm-hmm. now, there was, you go to high school, you play freshman, JV, varsity, and that was kind of it. Mm-hmm. Now there are clubs, uh, AAU, there's there's travel baseball, there's a lot of things that are really happening out there that are not just part of the high school setup. And some of them, I would imagine, are worth it, and some of them are not. And it's just, the question is, what are you being fed Right. So that's the thing we really started this conversation on, yeah. which is like, yeah, this great thing. You got into a national team. Oh, my gosh. What the heck does that even mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? Does that mean you're As, that good? Or does it mean it just or does it mean that honestly, you just pay three times more? Right. And especially as a, as, a, as a sophomore in high school, that's what we were looking at, that, yes, he may have the talent that he deserves to be on a national team. He might. I don't know. But as a sophomore, does it help him get to where he needs to be? And help him find the right college, to, you know, for his for the rest of his life. No, <laughs> and I don't think yep. I think most parents don't understand that they get caught up. They get caught up, and it, yeah. they get caught up. It's, it's so, so hard not easy. to get it caught is. up. You know, as a mom, I really want to uh, admit that, right? You know, guiltily, it, it it's hard not to get caught up because you're really, you know, you're emotionally invested in your kids. You're you're proud of your kids. You um you want the best for them, and you want to show them and yourself and everybody else out there. That and you're afraid of missed opportunities. Too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like total FOMO it because is. you know now we're adults, and it's like oh, you know. I'll all my opportunities to be, uh, mm. I was never going to be a professional volleyball player. <laughs> I'm like five feet tall. But, um, you know, to, to be a professional this or that, or like our son dances. So, um, you know, our son takes classes at a, at a major um, ballet company in the city. Um, so, you know, I used to d- dance a little bit when I was younger. My opportunities are gone. So it's really, um, it's it's nice to kind of live vicariously through your kids in a weird 
maybe twisted kind of way, but it's like, well, I didn't get to do this, so I want to give you the opportunity to do this, and, and I'll I'm, do whatever it takes. And I'm that you way know? with volleyball for my son. Yeah, okay. We, never have, <laughs> we didn't have a high school team for volleyball mm -hmm. for boys at mm. my school, but I did play church volleyball. I love volleyball, and I love that he loves the sport. Mm-hmm. But you yeah, probably you, like going to watch I him love, play. I it's, love watching the practices. Yeah. I mean, I'm that stupid <laughs> about it. No, but I, it's just so it. fun to watch them as a team. You just get built up. And, and it's not a I wish I were there. I, you know, longing right. for the glory days. None of that. No. It's okay. just so fun to watch them play. Mm -hmm. And I want to just, I know that time is fleeting. Right. And, and someday it will be done. And I won't have that opportunity anymore. Mm -hmm. You know. So what you're describing, what we're all describing here. Is something, and this is why this is even a conversation on this podcast for today and all these other things and why we turn on the microphones after we're already having this conversation <laughs> for 10 minutes. What this is, and this is as parents, we have to decide this, the preying off of parents' emotions in order to make these gigantic decisions mm. for our kids. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. That is college in this landscape, and that's what it's been. This is where we're at this point where they charge you an annual salary, and you really seemingly don't care. Like, you'll just buy it because I... My kid, I got to do what's best for my kid. We all want what's best for our kids. That's not an inflammatory statement. That's a very sound thing that we all want for our kids. As parents, we have to take a step back because it is tough. Mm -hmm. Because there are certain things that we got that we wish we did get, or that we got that we, and certain things we wish we did get, I should say. Mm -hmm. And and our and we're still bitter because our parents didn't pay for this or that. And <laughs> yeah. what if they had yeah. sent me off to dance camp and I could be doing that? You know, sure. so yeah. so we you know almost spoil our kids to a certain extent. Well, we do. I think that we, that is a big thing with our generation. We spoil them with things that we think they're going to excel them because we think this concept of like oh we're just buying them toys and candy and sugar all day. Yeah, it's no. not that. It's it's spoiling them with actually with it's, opportunity. Yes, with what's disguised as opportunity and that's where we have to decipher what is actual opportunity and what is really not i played baseball and football my entire life growing up i remember the dads that coached our baseball teams and they were great guys but man they would sit out there some of them would sit out there with their sons and practice for an extra three four hours because that's the ba the baseball dad in that era we were nine ten years old playing baseball then I remember playing football growing up where we had opportunities to like travel for Thanksgiving tournaments and stuff like that. How do you travel for a football tournament? I have no idea as I think about it now, but yeah, I remember I at the time, <laughs> yeah, I remember at the time though, like it was a glamorous thought like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go play at Louisville. I'm going to go play in, you know, Lexington, this and the other. And so I kind of wanted to do it over missing Thanksgiving at age 10. And now I look back like, what in the world was I thinking? But it's a glamorous thought, mm -hmm. right? And so that's pretty appealing for us as parents like oh my gosh they're going to be in this gigantic production or they're going to be traveling to literally nevada to be able to do this tournament or do this thing and it becomes really what is this what is really happening here we've got to ask answer that question and again and you said this earlier alex the ego throw away the ego and ask the tangible question of what is this really what am i willing to pay a premium for not just in money, because they're obviously, as this is why we brought this up, Brett, right. they're trying to charge you literally mm. three to four or five times more just for this thing. And and since he's a sophomore, for three years. Yep. You know? Ultimately, <laughs> you're right. It is an investment in three years because once he's accepted at that level, right. that will be expected of right. him for the next three years. Right. So you're paying three times more for three years. Right. Yep. And here's the other part of this that they're asking for. 
They're asking for a heck of a lot of your time. Yeah. A lot of your time. If they're telling you you need to travel around the country to tournaments for a volleyball, for a sophomore, or anybody, I mean, you got work, you got family, mm-hmm. you got kids, you got a lot of things going on. Right. Like, that's a heck of an experience. We're talking about a parent um, that's doing some traveling just to come to the stands company mm-hmm. for a show, and it's like, it's getting to a point where they're having to to actually get a new residence in order to make that yeah, happen. Yeah, we were, before we started, before we hit record, yeah, <laughs> we were yeah. talking about, um, yeah, uh, another parent that um, that I overheard talking yeah. <laughs> about, and, about, yeah, living two hours away and, and renting an apartment um, so that their child could be in a certain show. But maybe, maybe you know, I don't see, know where the they're problem. at. Maybe it's worth it to them. Maybe well, that, it's worth yeah. it for their child. I don't know where their child is at. So that's the question. So we watched a documentary. I don't know if you remember this, but we watched this documentary like six months ago, Misty Copeland, right? Yeah. And, oh, and yeah, I totally hear, remember. Yeah, you hear of all these things like Nancy Kerrigan's, all these things where mm-hmm. their parents would drive two hours every morning to get them to, you know, the gym or whatever from five to seven before school, and they did it afterwards and all these things. And I think that's the thing that we create is this measurable in our head, like, oh, my gosh, if I have to give my kid that opportunity. When you have to be honest with yourself, not everybody's Misty Copeland, you know? I wasn't going to be Mike Trout. You know what I mean? Like, but, you know, as a parent, it's uh, as a parent in today's day and age, it is that thing where, you know, we watch a documentary on Misty Copeland or Simone Biles or, mm-hmm. you know, it's all over. If you, you know, turn on ESPN during game day, it's all the stories of yeah, like yeah, blood, sweat and tears. Oh, yeah. And now look at where they are. It's a great hero story. It's, a gr- it's all hero stories. And that's all we hear. So as a parent, you know, we watch those hero, hero stories and then we come away and go, well, how do I know? You know, how do I know if 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 only I, you know, drive my kid to and fro four hours a day, you know, then my kid could be the next X, Y, Z, the next hero on TV, the next, you know, star. You you don't know because it's in the future. It's not. I I don't know. Like, where's the measuring stick? I wish if, if there was somebody that could just tell me, you know, that my kid is going to be X, Y, Z when they grow up, then I would just, I would be able to plan my investments much better, but there is nobody to tell me. But I think the statistics do exist. Yes. And you talk about them a lot. Yeah, we do. Especially (laughs) in the sports realm in regards to, and they're out there even out beyond what, but you just bring them in to showcase what the percentage is. Your odds are making the NFL. The odds are you making Major League Baseball. Your odds are making any kind of major league that you can make a living for 10 to 15 years are minuscule compared compared to actually doing it right, picking the right school, Mm -hmm. getting an education, and taking care of yourself for the rest of your life. Yeah. And again, that doesn't need to be, I, I think that's an important measurable to mm-hmm. know. That doesn't always need to be the direct measurable, but I would say just create some measurable, like some some Something. some line in the sand where you're willing to say, you know what, it's worth, a, I, it's worth this to us as parents to give our kids the opportunity up to about this point. And then if I see where this is going beyond that point, mm-hmm. now we can readjust. Right. Maybe that's it. We've heard horror stories about like, College, we talk about this a lot, where people have literally given up their homes. We have a somebody that we know that actually gave up a home to send their kid to a school out of state. Mm-hmm. Like, literally sold their home so their kid could go party at a school because they didn't have a defined major or nothing like that. And but that that's that's this parent guilt that's like I got to give my kid the best 
opportunity. No, no, no. You're just giving your kid the thing that they want at that point. And we haven't really decided what the actual investment and opportunity is going to be with it. Well, I think that's the difference. It's kind of the same thing. So like where, you know, where I'm at is like, I don't know, do I buy my son more um, dance classes because he's going to be the next big thing? Um, nobody knows. That's why, you know, parents will spend so much money on college because what if, you know, there's nobody to tell them that, you know, this college versus this college mm-hmm. that has a, a much smaller price tag is not going to turn their kid into something amazing, which is actually what we do yeah. here. We, we measure that investment for yeah. our families. Measuring the value of degrees is actually pretty standard across the board. It's just taking a look and seeing what their average starting salaries look like coming out of the program, where are they placing their students, and um, percentage of hiring coming out of that particular program. I can create a standard that looks like that for supply chain management, for mechanical engineering, for creative writing. I can take a look at that across the board, plus grad school rates, to know if that program is good. And that so way I can see. You know that. Most of our listeners don't know that. Well, most the well, hopefully, average parent doesn't understand that. Hopefully, the listener that. has been listening to this podcast for <laughs> quite a bit, and you've heard me if say you've this. Listen to every episode; you'll know exactly <laughs> where to like, least. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. but, but to your point, like the, the America doesn't know that. We don't really right. understand that as a concept because we, we're buying college so emotionally. But that's what we're talking about the sport thing. And actually, and this is something we actually have had come up to us not about sport, but about art. So mm. we have a lot of art-based kids. Yes, where. At least in sport, you can, you can have, if you look hard enough, you'll find a coach that's going to be honest with you eventually at some point. They say, you know what, you're, 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 you're peaking at this. You're peaking at Division Three, or you know, just go play club in school, or maybe you should be a Division One. You will eventually hear that in a sport. In art, the sky's the limit, man. Like I can't judge whether or not this painting is any better than Johnny's across the street, which means that you should go to, you know an art school in New York, or you should just go to a school in South Carolina. I have no idea about that. And again, we, we, these measurables are very difficult to see. Um, and, and that's not to say it isn't for sport either, because it is very difficult. Mm-hmm. Again, it takes eventually somebody will, but you have to kind of peg them down to give you the truth. And in the meantime, they want to collect your money, especially at an oh. earlier age, sure. you know, that, yeah. well, I don't know if your nine-year-old is going to be a professional dancer or a professional volleyball player. So why don't you keep working at it? Right. (laughs) I think parents have to keep in mind that these clubs are for profit. They are a business. Yes. And yes, they do want to help. colleges. That's true. (laughs) That's right. Uh, I mean, yes, they want to help develop your student to be the best player that they can be, no matter what it is, because yes, hopefully they they want to help that athlete get better. Mm -hmm. And number two, though, it's the reputation of the club. Yeah. So keep that, I, I, you know, been tempering that all weekend long, all weekend long of thinking about that, that yes, I know they, they want him to be the best they can, but they also have a reputation that they want to keep recruiting the best players they can. Yeah. And they got to keep the king, thing going. I mean, herein lies the thing that we're talking about, the money, money, money mm-hmm. aspect of this. And that's where this is really getting rooted to. And that's where it's like, and this is something, again, going back to this college question, I ask Every time to every program, every school, every anything that we deal with, honestly, period. What's at the center of all this? What's your get? What's your get out of this? Mm-hmm. And what's the get for the person that you're offering this to? Because if you can't answer those questions thoroughly and, and, and if you you're answering them with truthfully, we just need to be in business tomorrow, which is what a lot of colleges are. Now I at least know where you're coming from. <laughs> so I know you're not really talking about 
the most important thing for my kid, which is trying to get them into a job, a career path, all of those things. No right. oh, good. Oh, good discussion, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hopefully, we've helped somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and this is if nothing else, was therapeutic for me. It, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I'm glad to answer your question, Brett. Yeah, I hope it's therapeutic for you parents out there too, because I know a lot of parents. A lot of parents are. are you battle back and forth of like, oh my gosh, I got to give my kid the best opportunity in all this, um, which is absolutely true. Maybe this is something we can always think about. We talk about one of the, one of my favorite people in the world is LeBron James, right? Yep. <laughs> for a lot of good reasons. He does a lot of great things for the community and everything else. But you find those and the Misty Copelands and a lot of these people honestly came from a lot of nothing compared to what we've got today. They didn't have specialized classes. They didn't have really AAU. They didn't have any of that stuff. If they just had talent and they worked at it, they got there. It wasn't some step that they took that, or some uh, something that they got it's in order true. to help them yeah. to that. I think Misty Copeland didn't start dancing until she was like 13. Co- Misty Copeland lived in... 11, 12, 13. Yeah, she was and, like 13, and she lived in a motel for the majority right. of her young life. Mm-hmm. Like, she grew up extremely poor. Like, right. these are situations where, like, the talent just showed itself mm-hmm. it wasn't brought out by some mystic that we paid thousands of dollars to do true so inevitably i think it's one of those things if you know then you know you can probably start to see it kind of shining through from an earlier stage to brett's point though the statistics show that's one in probably a hundred thousand if not more so what am i saying have a good time with whatever you're doing enjoy it have fun as a parent Enjoy watching your kid do it. Have fun with it. Don't let us uh, anybody come up and say, like, well, if you do this, now you're going to get to this level. Because that's where we ended up in this college admission scandal, and that's where we ended up in a lot of these things, where you're over-promising for what you're really, and then you're paying for something that is actually not even really on the level. So that's that's at least my parting thought. Any If any rebuttals to that, let's <laughs> feel free. Not a bit. I agree. <laughs> So, well, thanks, everybody, for listening for our rant for the day. Please feel free. If you have any questions, always just email us at hello at collegeliftoff.com. And always follow us on our social media channels, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram especially. We're really getting that up and running. Um, And uh, feel free to give us a call if you have any questions. You can reach us at 614-329-6633. Many thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. College Liftoff can help empower you to make college affordable for your student. If you want to learn more about your options, Aaron will be responding directly to your emails. Email him a question at Aaron at collegeliftoff.com. Thanks for listening to Affording College with Aaron Green of College Liftoff. If you'd like more information, visit collegeliftoff.com.